Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the studio. What is going on? How's it going? Happy 4th of July, everyone. Happy birthday to the greatest country on earth, the United States of America. Have you already started your vacation? Did you take those couple of extra days off so you can get an early jump on the weekend? You know, fire up the grill, pop open a Coors Light, argue with your girl because she forgot to buy ketchup and now you have to drive to get it. Oh, what the fuck? You need me to go now? Now? The game just started. Oh, oh, so now I'm an asshole. You forget something and suddenly it's my fault. You know, you just, you're doing these very all-American things. And I'll tell you what, boy, I am beyond excited to just get plastered, watch fireworks, and eat an obnoxious amount of food. I think the plan is to fire up the grill, hang out by the pool, drink some beer, and blast country music because that is my God-given American right. Now, I love this holiday. It's my third favorite holiday after Halloween and Christmas mainly because all three holidays have some of the same things in common. Everyone's spirits are high, everyone is drunk and eating too much, things are festive, and the weather is at its peak for that season. And here's a hot take. They should just give you the entire week of the 4th of July off. They should just say fuck it and make the 4th of July season a time to be lazy and to fuck around. I think that's the next big thing workers unions need to be getting us. You know, a whole week off for the 4th of July because it makes a lot of sense when you think about it. You know how in December when everyone is at the office but no one is really working, you know, December 7th rolls around and everyone is just kind of mentally checked out, you know, and the really progressive companies just kind of shut down completely. They know that their employees aren't going to be working, so there's really no point on keeping the lights on anyways. People are hanging lights for eight hours a day on company time, interns are hooking up with each other, and your boss is getting drunk off of Irish coffee every single morning. Things are great. Things are nice. It's it's like the last week of the school year. No No one is really learning. You don't even bring your backpack with you. And so I think the next social movement we should have is to get a week off for the 4th of July. To be able to get drunk and completely ignore our responsibilities for at least a week because we deserve it. And so I guess guess what I'm trying to say is that we are here back in the studio this week. Back to work. Back to hitting the ground running. um, Kind of. You know, I wish I could say vacation is over, but I gotta be honest... It's really not. You know, vacation still seems to be in full swing for the majority of the people in my neighborhood. Every damn day, there's a pool party down there. People are drinking their beer and smoking their whatever, really living life to the fullest. You know, and I just, I ask myself, what do you do for a living? You know, like, what do these people do for a living? Because they're down there every single day. Whatever job they have, that's the job. I want. And at first, I was a little bitter, you know, because after a while it does get old. After a while, you don't want to be woken up to the sound of people partying with 40 of their loser friends. You know, sometimes, and I know this may seem like a controversial take for this godforsaken generation, 
but sometimes you just want peace. But I realized there, there isn't going to be peace this summer. This is not the summer for peace. This is the, this is the first summer after quarantine. People are out and ready to let it loose. We have all been chomping at the bit, ready to do body shots off of strangers at a bar, ready to make out with three different people in one night. People are ready to go out and be so dirty and unsanitary that by September, a new pandemic will have started. And you know what? I'm on board with that. At first, I hated it, but it took me a good while and a few drinks to officially accept that this animalistic behavior is going to be around for the foreseeable future. And you can't blame anyone. You know, you can't blame anyone. People are sick of being inside, of being told what to do. And I got to be honest, so am I. So listen to me. City Boy Summer is officially in full effect. Because here's, here's what I learned from this pandemic. You can make two choices in life. You can either choose to eat healthy, work out every day, sleep eight hours a night, and live to be a hundred years old. You can have one long life, you know, with lots of fulfillment and peace and all of that. Or, or you can eat and drink whatever you want and treat every day like it's a party. And then, you know, eventually your body will call it quits at 45 and Yes, yes, I know, you know, live, laugh, love, eat vegetables, go to the gym, live to be a hundred. But I got to be honest, 45 years is, it's kind of a long life if you think about it. So go out, enjoy it, ignore everything that's happening overseas with the potential attack from China and Russia, block out the whispers of other countries shutting down, you know, because of the new COVID strain. That's none of your concern. All you should be focused on is drinking and celebrating your freedom because it'll probably be our last chance to do that. So yeah, you, you know, you don't get to tell me what to do anymore. You don't get to tell me what I can eat or when I need to go to bed unless you're my doctor, of course. But but really folks, things are not looking great for the future. Surprise, surprise. So really just try to enjoy every moment as much as you can. And yes, you heard me. Other countries have began shutting down because of this new COVID Delta variant, which I'm sure by now everyone knows about. I'm probably late to the party. I really, I really haven't been keeping up with the news, to be honest. I had to unplug from all of that bullshit just for the sake of my own sanity. And hey, I know this is controversial to say, but I don't care. I don't care. And please, before you message me screaming how I don't care about human lives and all that horseshit, do me a favor and just block me instead. Because when I say I don't care, I'm not, I'm not dismissing all of those people who are suffering because of what's going on. My heart goes out to those people. What I mean when I say I don't care is I mean I don't care to keep up on the death count on the riots happening in the street because of the lack of government action. I cannot do it again. This fucking thing almost melted all of our brains the first time, so I refuse to go through all of that bullshit again. I'm not going through last summer again. I'm sorry. Hey, hot take, but I'm not doing it. 
I swear to God, dude, COVID-19 is like that one toxic ex that just won't go the fuck away. Just constantly calls you, comes over to your apartment at one o'clock in the morning after three months and gives you a disease. Like that's what this fucking thing is. And guess what? I'm not doing it. I'm not letting them into my apartment. I'm not answering the phone when they call. I'm not buzzing them in. It's goodbye forever. We had our fun. We ignored reality a little bit. But it is now over. Please go away. Your Uber is here. So I'm just going to stay in my lane, people. That's all I'm going to do. That's all I can really do this time around. And like... Watch, in three months, I'm going to look up from my laptop and half of the country is going to be wiped out by this fucking thing. That's, you know, that's something that would happen to me. You know, God or the universe or whoever is in charge up there would make me survive all the way through the apocalypse. That would be the final laugh the universe would have at my expense. I would survive the entire apocalypse and have to watch all of my loved ones go away and I'd watch my home burn and be completely alone. And once, you know, that was all done, I'd probably die of a heart attack or a bus would run me over. That's just my luck. I mean, look at the story that broke a couple days ago. Japan, who we all know, you know, from a historical standpoint, has always been one of our trusted allies. You know, they have come out and warned the United States of a potential attack from China and Russia on the state of Hawaii. Not China or Russia, China and Russia. That's how fucked we are. Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield have joined forces and have decided to beat up the frat boy of the United Nations. People are so sick of us and our boat shoes that they are teaming up to take us out. And how Japan has knowledge of this, who knows? And quite frankly... That's not important because as we all know, again, from a historical standpoint, Japan has always been very loyal and trustworthy, especially when it comes to Hawaii. So yeah, that's been the latest headline right under, right under the article about Kim Kardashian buying a new Mercedes. It says right here, Japan warns the U.S. of potential sneak attack on Hawaii from Russia and China. I was just there. I just missed it i just missed it because listen to me i can't run from the fact that this country is going to get overtaken by either china or russia that's just the harsh reality of what's going to happen and for you people sitting in your cubicle saying no no we wouldn't get taken over i'm an american i'd fight fucking relax all right you haven't been to the gym in nine months and suddenly you think you're gonna be in in war shape take it take it fucking easy all right all they would have to do is release a new burger from mcdonald's and that's all it would take to sidetrack everyone from you know what has to get done you know so all i can really hope is to be at ground zero of the start of the war you know i want to be talking into this microphone ignorant of reality food on the way and then just having it be lights out that really is the best way you know just fucking like you went to sleep actually actually can you give me a seven minute heads up like just just seven minutes enough to to spark a joint give me a seven minute heads up 
and then you can just pull the plug. I'm I'm cool with that. You know? You know, actually, hey, you know, since we're on the topic of weed and fascism, uh, we should talk about Trackstar. Uh, I, I'm going to butcher her name. Sorry, I feel like a substitute teacher. Uh, Shikari Richardson. She has been suspended from the U.S. Olympic team for testing positive for marijuana. Um, actually, before we started recording, I think I saw that she couldn't participate in a race. I could be wrong, um, but I think it was like on SportsCenter's Instagram. <clears throat> but like really people that this is laughable at this point you're gonna suspend someone for smoking marijuana really and before you before you say oh well she knew the rules before she broke them F- fucking relax all right that's such a bullshit argument people love to say shit like that when it comes to things like drug tests or student loans well they knew what they were signing up for Really? Really? Is that how simplistic your view of the world is? Just either black or white? You're not able to see that everything is a lot more complex than you think. You can't fathom that there are layers to this shit. The rules shouldn't exist in the first place. It's a terrible rule. The people who think she should be suspended are the same people who think that college athletes shouldn't be paid. Same types of fucking people. Well, they're getting a free education. She knew she wasn't supposed to smoke weed. Shut up. All right. Do you know how stressful it is to be a professional athlete? Are you aware of the stress they go through? Not only are you working out for hours at a time, multiple times per day, and not only are you in a diet stricter than a nun during quiet time, but you also have to stay in the right state of mind. It's not only physically demanding, but it is mentally demanding. You have to be locked in for months, day after day, no off days. So if an athlete who just spent 14 hours working out, watching film, meeting with sponsors, and then a mind coach wants to smoke a joint before bed, I say, let them. And again, I know a lot of you right now are sitting in your cubicle, munching down on your eighth donut of the day, hoping no one noticed how many you've eaten, saying, no, I could do that. I could could focus and not smoke weed or drink alcohol for months at a time. That's not hard. Again, relax. You couldn't. You can't even fill out an Excel sheet without taking a break every 12 minutes. But still, you sit there. In your ivory tower, assuming you know best, completely overlooking the fact that she was mourning the death of her mother, ignoring the scientific fact that it helps you recover and it helps you rest after training all damn day. And more specifically, and this really blows my mind, she was suspended from the U.S. Olympic team because allegedly weed enhanced her running. Marijuana, which has been historically advertised by every law enforcement agency to make you sluggish and lazy, made Shikari Richardson faster at running. That was the sole reason why she qualified for the Olympic team. Not the years of training and dedication or the decades of sacrifices, none of that. It was because of the marijuana. And I gotta be honest, I can see cannabis helping for long distance training. You know, that's understandable. You take a couple of puffs, 
and then it lets you get in the zone and in the groove of your training. I can understand how that can help. But to sit there and to act like marijuana somehow gave her the physical ability to win the Olympic trials is absolutely absurd. And now, you know, these fucking boomers who haven't run a goddamn lap since the Great Depression get to sit their fat asses down and decide the fate of this poor athlete. It's a damn shame. How many fucking corporations are profiting off of the legalization of marijuana? How many politicians are abusing their power for early investment opportunities to cannabis companies? How many people are still in jail over something that can now be legally bought on the corner of the street? When the rich white folks realized how much money they could make, then and only then did they start to change the laws. These fucking people realized their return on investment rates, so they put all their chips in early, right before marijuana became legal in all of these states. They shook hands with the right politicians and CEOs, got all the contracts signed, and once they knew their money was safe, that's when they allowed for weed to become legal. But yeah, let's, let's just ignore all of that. You know, let's ignore all of that and only focus on this person. Let's only focus on this person who has dedicated every single waking second of her life to her craft. Let's punish her. So, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is boycott the Olympics. Who gives a fuck about how we do in the Olympics? Michael Phelps retired, so swimming is uninteresting. And we know the NBA is going to win gold. I've seen it all before. It's like the Sopranos. It's over. Find a new show. Uh, actually, speaking of people who need to find a new show, someone gave me shit about last week's episode, um, about my live from Oahu episode. I got a message. You know, it said, uh, there are no active volcanoes in Oahu. And then I got another one. Uh, Hawaii and Oahu are not the same island, please. All right, stop it. We we get it. You know, you're better than me. You're well-traveled, and you know your geography. Ma'am, if you don't like the production, you do not have to listen. Who the fuck listens to me to be informed anyways? Who who the fuck is doing that? We We don't do that here. This isn't a news broadcast. This is just me creating a world... That is so intoxicating to my followers that they would quite literally follow me to the end of the earth. That's what this is. It's just me giving guidance to those that need it. That's all. That's all it is. And if in return they want to send me money or cherish me with gifts like a nice sushi restaurant dinner or a yacht, that's fine too. And actually, listen, on a more on a more serious note, I know I just kind of went on a little rant about the Olympics and weed, and that may come off as just a little angry, but really it is bullshit, you know, which, which is why right here and now before my parents who I know who are listening and God himself, who I know who probably isn't listening, I want to publicly state that I am making the executive decision to officially allow for dispensaries and other cannabis companies to sponsor this podcast. We are now open for business. Payment type is negotiable. Also, 
If companies like Corona or Bud Light want to sponsor their seltzers, I am open to that too. Just send over 10 to 20 cases that I will not be drinking. Uh, You heard that right. I will not be drinking them, uh, mainly because old glasses over here is laying off of the booze for a little while again. For how long, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I'm kind of seeing these past couple weeks as a fling. You know, that old fling you met back in college. You see every once in a while in paradise. But it's not for long because you eventually got to get back to work. But the times you have together are great and you'll cherish them always. That's, that's what alcohol has kind of become to me. I'll take it in small doses every once in a while, but it, it can be something I indulge in all the time because it'll fuck up my life. You know, also I'm, I'm trying to get back into the gym and my strict schedule that I had before vacation. That's really the top of my priority list. I woke up the morning I got back and just thought to myself, oh God, you know, like, oh God, like here we go again. I had to start going down the checklist of all the adult shit I needed to do. Gym, vegetables, lots of sleep, all of that fun shit. Uh, It's been a challenge. I gotta admit, uh, that jet lag really fucked me up. But that's okay, because I am a goddamn American. And this is the time I shine. This is the time we shine. You know, listen to me. Yes, you may not have gotten the summer body you wanted. That's okay. You can start fresh on Monday. You know, hopefully, probably not, you'll be confident enough to walk around the pool shirtless come Labor Day if you start Monday. And again, like I said, probably not, but that's okay. Because you are an American and no one can tell you shit. But, you know, on a serious and a little bit more personal note, I'm really trying to get in serious shape uh, because I'm going to be going on the road a little bit over the next couple of months if all things go as planned. Um, It's all a little hush-hush at the moment, you know, but hopefully we'll have some different cities and shit like that coming up to bring you guys some cool content, but we shall see. So yeah, I got to get a little in shape for that just because, you know, when you're traveling, the last thing you'll be doing is eating healthy and going to the gym. You're you're not going to be doing that. You're going to be having a beer in an airport at 7 a.m. and then you're going to go to IHOP in the middle middle of the city after a night out. That's what you're gonna do and so that's why I'm saying this loud on the internet to hopefully have you people hold me accountable you know you have all just now become my personal trainers thank you we start Monday but again we'll worry about that in a couple of days and you know what I have accepted that this is probably going to be my last vacation for a good while probably 2030 at this rate but Whatever. It is currently Friday night. I'm not sure if the move is to go out, see what's going on out there in the big city, or if we're just going to chill out and eat 3,000 calories. Um, but I think I think going out should definitely be on the table. It should definitely be considered at least a little bit. I mean, it's city boy summer, for Christ's sake, and the world is going to end soon. So why wouldn't I go out? Are my credit cards still glowing from my trip to Hawaii? Sure, but fuck it. You know, we're celebrating our freedom this weekend. Um, And also, people, before we sign off for the week, I want to say I'm sorry for 
uh, the inconsistency these past couple of weeks with the episodes. I really needed a vacation, man. So really the person to blame is my producer of the show. Blame my producer. They're the reason the episodes have been late. A producer who doesn't know how to edit or set up gear or carry the bags or drive me to McDonald's at 2 o'clock in the morning when I'm too intoxicated to drive. Blame them. So from a professional standpoint, I would like to apologize for the inconsistency. We have some cool shit launching in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be great. Things are happening, people. Join the movement already. But please do it quietly because I am on vacation until Monday. But anyway, before we leave, I want to just take a moment to say thank you. Thank you to everyone who is gathered here today from the beautiful oceans on the West Coast to the deep fried mayonnaise restaurants in Milwaukee. I want to remind us that no matter who we are or where we are, we are all humans. We all fall under the category of mankind. Mankind. That word should have a new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interests. Perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July and you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live, to exist. And should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Good night, folks.